Good evening. Namaste, everyone. It is July. Uh, I'm the Ayurvedic doctor in training and also Ayurvedic practitioner working in my center in Trondheim. And today's topic is about the future of Ayurveda. So what I'm going to do today is, well, I don't like to say that I'm talking in a leading way or a pioneer way in Norway, but it is more like I like to share my experience of working in Trondheim and uh, Norway since 2015, and also what I see, what I saw and experienced, and also what I would like to do, and what I would like to help for the developing of Ayurveda here. And actually, there are some projects going on. I think you might be interesting as well. So the topic today will be, I will share my experience and background, and also I will share, I will share with you who are the main players of Ayurveda or in the Ayurvedic field in Norway. And also we'll talk about the, um, the direction of Ayurveda in the future and also what will be good for Norway as well. And also what will be your choice if in the future you like to work in the Ayurvedic field, which is actually become very popular now worldwide. And also um, as a client, as a rogi in Ayurveda, we call anyone who is looking for the help for Ayurveda as rogi, R-O-G-I. So um, as a rogi, what you could expect when you go to Ayurvedic experts and or go to different Ayurveda production, uh, professions and then what kind of service they will help you with. Okay, so first of all, in case you don't know me yet, <laughs> since that um, I didn't meet you online for a while, so I think it's good that to introduce myself again. So my name is July. As I mentioned, I'm an Ayurvedic doctor in training, and I've been working as Ayurveda practitioner in Trondheim since 2015. I'm also a yoga teacher, but now my focus is more on Ayurveda, the Ayurvedic medicine part. Okay, as many people know that Ayurveda in India is actually in the medical system, you need to go to medical university to study that. It is a full-time, four-and-a-half-year study. And now outside India, if people like to become an Ayurvedic doctor, or in some countries we are not allowed to call ourselves a doctor if we are not a medical doctor, then we'll call ourselves an Ayurvedic Vaidya. Okay, that is the name in India they used to give to people who have professional knowledge of Ayurveda and could help. Okay, so... I've moved to Norway in 2015, so yes, I understand Norwegian, yes, I could speak Norwegian, but I believe to give you a proper information to make sure there's no misunderstanding behind the Panchakama by myself and also over the service here, either non-residential in Trondheim or residential in Bambikam, where we'll prepare the food for you as well. Okay, so before I moved to Norway, I actually lived in Switzerland. Okay, good. Good that we are back. I'm sorry that the connection seems a little bit weak today. Okay, so what I just say that I was in Switzerland before and in Switzerland, Ayurveda is very big. And actually, Ayurveda is in their insurance system. Switzerland doesn't have the citizen medical insurance like here. So everyone choose what kind of insurance they like to have and they choose what kind of things should be covered by their insurance. Okay, of course, that will depend on how much money you pay. So in Switzerland, if you did a three-year Ayurvedic therapist training that include the body work, include the food, include um, small level of um, herbs and also preventional um, care of 
imbalance. Then if you finish the three-year study of that, and then you took the national exam, then you are able to actually cooperate with the, uh, with the insurance company so that your client will be covered by that. So back then when I was in Switzerland, I'm in that system actually. Okay, so after I moved here because of family, I start to work and it was very surprised for me to understand that, uh, to realize that, you know, from somewhere, everyone knows about Ayurveda. Everyone is kind of taking Ayurvedic tea or formulation to a country that not so many people actually heard about Ayurveda. And then happily, I found out that about, uh, so now it should be almost like 15, 20 years ago, Maharishi, this brain was very big in Norway, and they even had their own center providing some treatments and also providing, I'm not so sure if they provide Panchakarma, but I know they have a center here. And for a certain reason, they terminate their service here of the center, but they still have Ayurvedic doctor here or visit Norway, different cities, and then uh, providing uh, to over the help with their formulations. I think that's pretty good because no matter on any level and then in any way, as long as people are carry out a good and correct information about Ayurveda to help people, that is always good. Why? Because in India, Ayurveda, as I mentioned in the beginning, it is a medical system. We say Ayurveda is a science of life, but, and then we say the healthcare is the mind care. So yes, we use a lot of yoga to, as a tool, but there are some imbalance that just with food, just with yoga might not help so efficiently. So sometimes we do need the support from some herbs, from some formulations, and also even surgery. In India, why the Ayurvedic doctor has the name as Baums is because it's Bachelor of Ayurveda Medicine and Surgery. So in India, if you go to the university, you need to study surgery in Ayurvedic way. But outside India, because surgery is not allowed to be performed as long um, unless you're a, a, medical do a medical doctor, so that most of the people who become Ayurvedic Vaidya or Ayurvedic doctor outside India, they don't do the surgery part. But we have stronger part on medicine and also, uh, I mean, herbs. Here I'm talking about herbal supplement and also formulations. No matter traditional formulation or like the... Um, we also have to study the modern medicine um, in the pharmacist way so that we know we are not giving people incorrect direction or suggestion to make them have imbalance. Okay, so what I want to say is that we could help people with Ayurveda in, on different level. You can reach different fields. You can read a book and then claim that you are able to help people with Ayurveda. But level-wise will be different. And I also realized after I work in Norway in Ayurvedic field for a longer time, I realized that there are a lot of misunderstanding about Ayurveda here. The most signature one is like everyone, many people came to me and say that, okay, I've met Ayurvedic doctor before. And then that doctor told me my Ayurvedic nature is certain type. But later when I go to the same doctor again, she told me my nature changes. Okay, first of all, Ayurvedic nature the property will never change. It is the same from the moment when you were conceived till the moment you die. Okay, what changes in between is what we call vikriti or roga. That is the imbalance part. And the imbalance part will, will change all the time, depends on your lifestyle, your food, formulation you take, thought you have, experience happen to your life. Okay, so that is the main part that we would like to take care. And once you are taking care of your imbalance, 
Then the Ayurveda will also teach you how to or also guide you how you can maintain your health, mental care and also mind uh, and also the physical care. Okay, so I started to work in Ayurveda field in Norway since 2015 and then solely and also cooperate with Ayurvedic doctor in India. And then I realized something interesting apart from most people, many people here that have some misunderstanding about such like what I just mentioned. I also noticed that there is a gap because many people, when they go to an Indian Ayurvedic doctor, what happened is that because those Indian doctors, they were trained in India in medical university and then they were doing their internship in the hospital. So what happened is that usually in the hospital, they don't have so much time to explain everything to their client and most of their client, they live with Ayurveda, so they, they know what to eat. So the consultation style happened in Norway become you only the doctor maybe only have half hour, 45 minutes with you. And then because they don't have so much time, so they could only take your pose. In Ayurveda, post reading is very important, but that's not the only thing uh, or the only way we will do the assessment. We see you, we ask questions, we want to know who you are because only know who you are, we can give you the suggestions that you are able to take. Instead of just take your pose and then give you the formulation and then give you a long list of what kind of food you should eat. Because most of the time, what the doctor might suggest you would be the food you don't like. Why do you want to force yourself to eat the food you don't like and then you gave up very fast? A proper, Ayurvedic, um, a proper Ayurvedic consultation is that we spend time with you at least one hour. We spend time with you to understand you, also to help you to understand yourself. We always say, I always tell my client that since all the balance and imbalance are inside you and you are the one who noticed that. Of course, I will also observe you, but you know it best. You sometimes might decide what you want to let me know. Of course, when I read your post, check your tongue and your nails and your eyes, I will find out what you didn't want to share. But you are the one. So in Ayurveda, we say that a successful treatment, a successful management has four important parts. The Vaidya is one part or the one who has the knowledge is one part. The second one is the like the nurse or the therapist who give you the care from life, uh, care and love in love uh, in your life to support you. The third part is the formulation, is the yoga practice, is the breathing, is the food, is the treatment. But the fourth part and also the most important part is the rogi itself. Is you, because if you don't want to do it, nothing will help you. Okay. So what I find out in Norway is that. If it's just someone cooperate or translate for Ayurvedic doctor, first of all, this Ayurvedic doctor has a lot of knowledge about Ayurveda, but she or he don't know the situation in Norway. They don't know what kind of food we have here. They don't know what's the season here. In Ayurveda, traditionally, we have six seasons, but we don't really have that six seasons in Norway. Okay, so they might give you improper suggestion because their knowledge couldn't synchron into the local life. Okay, and they might not know what's going on recently in Norway because what happened in you will influence you because you see something on the news, it influences your mind and then later that will start to show imbalance on your body. So 
I realized that it is very important to have someone who know the situation here, who understand people's mentality here, to, who understand the lifestyle here, to also have equal level of the Ayurvedic knowledge as the Ayurvedic doctor in India, so that we can I can help or we can offer more complete um, service and care. And that's the reason why um, I start to I decide that I want to become an Ayurvedic doctor or Ayurvedic Vaidya in Norway. And then back to 2000, in 2015, as I just mentioned, that Maharishi was here. But um, sadly, they don't have the center anymore. Hopefully, there might be a center, more centers in the future. At this moment, I have my center in over Panchakama here in Norway. Okay, so till now, what I know who are overing the service in Norway, Ayurvedic service in Norway, is I am one of them. And then the other one is the doctor who is from, I believe she is from uh, Sri Lanka, also a Baums, um, studied in the medical university. She used to cooperate with Maharishi, this brand. I'm not so sure about the current stage, but I know she was. And then, um, so she was traveling around uh, among different cities and then give formulations and give suggestions about based on using the Maharishi's products, formulation products. And then, Long time ago, I heard from one of my clients that in Drammen, in the south of Norway, there is a, they call themselves Ayurvedic Spa. And then they are, I think it's run by one or two uh, Indian Indians. And then they claim that they are Ayurvedic therapists and was trained in India. Ayurvedic therapies in India is a full-time training for at least one year. And then during this training, you'll learn all the physical treatment and also you'll learn how to do panchakama treatment. You are not allowed to design panchakama treatment. A panchakama is, a, is only allowed to be designed by a practitioner or Ayurvedic doctor. And the practitioner needs at least in total 1,600 um, training hour plus 200 hour clinic internship. That is a minimum. And then an Ayurvedic doctor outside India needs at least, according to WHO, um, their rule is 2,500 training plus some hundred hours of clinical internship. And then at least my school in America, they follow the American rules. So in America, Ayurvedic doctor's training will take about four and a half year to five years. And then during these years, you need to do in total 700 hour clinic internship in an Ayurvedic hospital or an Ayurvedic clinic hosted by Ayurvedic doctor. Okay, so that is so serious thing we are doing. That is the reason why I think it is very important that to also let more and more people be aware of that instead of just going someone to someone and then just because that person claimed he or she was did certain kind of workshop and then is able to give um, life coach and then suggest you something which might not follow Ayurvedic tradition or might not, the assessment from that person might not be correct. I remember my professor in America, he always say one thing. He say that your suggestions can be not useful, which means it might not work, but we couldn't afford hurting people's health. Because if someone is hurt by Ayurveda with the suggestion from you, that might not just let this person lose the trust from you, but lose the trust from Ayurveda. So that is very important. All the Ayurvedic, if you are going to over Ayurvedic service in the future, or if you're over, if you're overing Ayurvedic service uh, at this moment, it is very important to remember. You might not able to help, but we cannot afford to damage. Okay. 
And also in Ayurveda, we believe that a proper assessment will lead to a successful management and result. If you already do the assessment incorrectly, then all the suggestions you give will be wrong. And sadly that um, I heard in Norway still, it's a little bit like 20 years, uh, 15 years, 20 years in America that people are very much into practice, into their nature, but they forget what is make the imbalance happening right now is the vicarity. So instead of finding what is your nature, try to balance or keep in your nature where basically you don't have to balance your nature because it will never hurt you. But you should recognize what is out of balance right now and then balance the imbalanced things. Okay, that is a very important thing. So anyway, so from 2015 till now, we have these players, and then I know that there is, I think is her name, Jessica. There is a yoga teacher from America, and then in her yoga teacher training, she also includes some hours of Ayurveda principles, and then um, there are some other yoga centers in, uh, in Oslo. They cooperate with some other Ayurveda experts from uh, they live in Sweden or in Italy to over to cover the part of Ayurveda. I think that's pretty good because the more understand the correct of Ayurveda, correct information about Ayurveda, and then is able to carry out the correct information about Ayurveda and to let more and more people be aware of their self, then we are doing good things. And then we are going, we are able to make the Ayurveda bigger and bigger here. Doesn't mean that we squeeze out other system, but we, we could cooperate. And that is more future that I really wish it could happen in Norway. So when I noticed that the needs of a professional Ayurvedic um, practitioner and also Vaidya and doctor is so important, I started to um, cope. I started, I found, I started to find schools worldwide because the school I went in Switzerland in Ger and in Germany, they only teach in German. And um, I speak German as well. And I noticed that to study in German, because most of the Ayurvedic books nowadays are translated. I'm here, I'm talking about classical books. I'm not talking about those books written by a modern Ayurvedic doctor like Dr. Fasang Lad or Dr. Davy Farley. I'm not talking about those books, but those very important classical books like uh, like Charaka uh, Samhita, like Ashtangam Hidraya, those are the classical book. We, if you want to study Ayurveda and work with Ayurveda, you should know those books. Okay, those books are written in Sanskrit, and then though most of the books we can find, which is readable and able to be understood, are actually translated into English. So I noticed that once um, everything I read in those classical translated books are not 100% the same as what I studied in German. So I decided that, okay, instead of going back to the school in Germany, Switzerland, I want to study Ayurveda in English. Okay, back then I had two choices that either I move to India and then get the sponsor from Ayush. That's a, that's a department under the, um, under the Indian Health Department to promote Ayurveda, yoga, and homeopathy and natural medicine. Okay, so... They actually spawned some students who want to study full-time in the university, uh, Ayurveda in University in India. You can, if you are interested in such a path, feel free to contact the Indian ambassador here in Norway. They can arrange it for you. But because of family, I couldn't. So I checked schools in UK, checked schools in America. At that time, schools in UK are not so active. But in America, I find out that they do have associations, especially they have a national Ayurveda 
medical association that is in short and called NAMA. And then they have a very good um, systems about different um, levels of the Ayurveda experts and also what will be the trainings and also some schools who are kind of um, authorized to give those trainings. So luckily I found my school, the Kalala Ayurveda Academy. They offer the counselor training, practitioner training, doctor training, and also Panchakama technician training. The Ayurvedic, um, Ayurvedic yoga therapist training is on the way. I heard about that from my coworker. Okay, so what happened is that I would like to do and step on my path, professional path, onto the, toward the Ayurvedic med medical part. So from 2018, I started to study with them. They offer the training online, live stream. And then, but I need to go to America a few times a year to do the practical part. Okay, what happened is that since it is a live stream part, so I have to meet my classmates and my professor online at least one weekend per week, uh, per month. And then one day, uh, and then another extra day every month, uh, every week. So one weekend monthly and then one day weekly that I have to live in American time zone. So it's like uh, here in Norway, I have to always wake up between 5 p.m. till 3 a.m. to study. And then once a week is I need to wake up around 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. to study till 5 o'clock. Okay, so it is very hard. Yes, especially for someone who is still uh, working and so, and so, but it's really worth Okay, the knowledge I received, the experience I received, all my classmates I met, I'm meeting my classmates who are medical doctor, who are um, psychotherapists, um, who are like family therapists, who are nurses, who are um, massage therapists. They are not just purely yoga teacher. Actually, in America, most of the people who are studying on this path, they already have some medical um, background. Of course, there are also a lot of nutrition specialists and also um, a lot of yoga teacher and meditation teacher as well. And then, with them, now I'm in my Ayurvedic doctor class. I also have classmates who are the founder of Canada, uh, Ayurveda Association of Canada. She is my classmate now and also uh, some very big and old Ayurvedic school in Boston and also other state of America. And the founder of Ayur uh, Association of Ayurveda in Singapore used to be my classmates as well in the counselor program. So what I want to say is that once you reach out, you realize that it is important to find a good school because if you find a good school that supports you, your path, and then you have a lot of professors who are actually still start. Uh, they are, they are start. Um, how to say? They do a lot of research at the same time. Also have working at the clinic and they have very good experience of teaching. Then you will really learn a lot, especially if you not just go to India, but other countries like I go to America, so that there they actually combine the ancient knowledge of Ayurveda and modern lifestyle, uh, the ancient knowledge of Ayurveda in India and also the modern lifestyle in America, so that you learn how you are, you are able to use them in your field and also locally in your place. Okay, so with them, I study, uh, I start to uh, study further, counselor, practitioner, and now Ayurvedic doctor. So if I can finish, if I could travel and go to India, hopefully I could and do my uh, clinical internship in the hospital there, then should be in end of 2023, I'll be able to win my doctor certificate. Okay, just for your information. So 
I just explained about my background and also what I've seen in the past years and what happened now. I heard from some people, some of my clients that in there now I have people come to me. They live in Oslo, in Kristiansand, in uh, Stangvangen, in Tromsø, and also in Bordeaux. So it's like all around the Norway. I think people have, they are more and more aware of Ayurveda. So I think now the timing is right. I actually contact the the Natural Medicine Association in um, of uh, in Norway many years ago, but at that time I was just you know someone who just started my my journey in Norway, and then they are also not so sure, and we are also I'm also not so sure how Ayurveda will be in the future. Um, in the future so we didn't have so much close contact but luckily now everything the timing is right so actually i just had a meeting with them yesterday i'll share more information later okay so now i uh, i just also mentioned that who are those players now here in norway so i would like to say that mm, i would like to mention that why it is important to bring um, why it is important for you as someone who would like to work in the Ayurvedic field to start to think about what you could do. Okay, first of all, I'm also teaching Ayurveda in Chinese online for my uh, for the audience in Taiwan and also um, and also in China and Hong Kong because I'm 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 from Taiwan originally, so I feel very comfortable to teach in that way. Why is because, as I mentioned in the beginning, it is important to have someone locally here, knows the local situation, able to help people locally. Many people have, I, I have people warn me and say that if you start to promote Ayurveda and then even bring my school in America here to Norway, to Europe, are you worried there will be too many competition in the, in the future? Like everyone become practitioner, everyone become doctor, then what will be your player? Uh, what will be your my rule? And I always believe that everyone has different background. Okay. Based on your background, stand on your background, Ayurveda will be something enhance your knowledge so that you know how to use your tool well. And this is something that no one can steal and no one can copy. I know well, well people might copy, but they will feel it. Because when you are doing things not from the heart, but just from thinking or seeing oh, that person doing things like that and still such a formulation and it helps and it works. Maybe I should do the same. Then that person will very slowly find a shallowness, a shallowing feeling inside them. Okay. Because we are all calling for different, uh, for different missions and Ayurveda is something to help you to fulfill your mission. So never worry that if there is another Ayurvedic center or there is another Ayurvedic yoga therapist near you and you will have no job. You will even have more job because you could cooperate. Ayurvedic doctor might not know so much about Ayurvedic yoga. Okay, because we have different focus. So if as an Ayurvedic yoga therapist, if you cooperate with the Ayurvedic doctor, then you are able to help more people. Okay. And Ayurvedic counselor might know more about food, might spend more time about recipes, about cooking. And Ayurvedic doctor might not have so much time to do that. So you could cooperate. Okay, an Ayurvedic practitioner could do something, could study some um, modern disease, but everyone has their own focus. Ayurveda have actually medical wise have eight branch, like um, we have general medicine, we have um, surgery, we have mental health, we have um, 
pregnant fertility and kids care, uh, newborn health care, children's health. And also we have the poisonous. And also we have um, rejuvenation and recovering. We also have something we call it um, enhancing your energy. Okay, so we have so many different parts. You don't have to worry that someone is doing exactly something like you. Please don't have this mentality in you if you plan to work in the Ayurvedic field in the future. Okay, cooperation will make you bigger, will make you stronger, will enhance your knowledge. So don't worry about that. Okay, good. So that is usually the first thing I want to remind people. So, and then think about what you want to do based on what you have in hand, what you like Ayurveda to help you in the future, and then which field do you want to go. Many yoga teachers come to me, want to study Ayurveda, and then they say, I don't want to touch people's body. Fine. <laughs> you don't have to do a, to become Ayurvedic uh, Panchakama therapist. You could focus on Ayurveda and yoga and then become Ayurvedic yoga therapist. No problem. If you like to do consul uh, consultation and work like with herbs, no problem, you can become a practitioner or even in the future, you become a pharmacist. In Ayurveda pharmacy, it is very important support for the field. And this is a trend now worldwide in the Ayurvedic field that all the Vaidya, all the doctor and practitioner, we are trying to find out how to use the local herbs to, uh, in an Ayurvedic way. So that we don't have to depending on the herbs from, Ayurveda, uh, from India. Because especially here in Norway, we couldn't, we have to import, but not every herbs is available to be, um, is allowed to be export or to be import to Norway. Okay, so I'm also studying local herbs to see how we can combine. Okay, so no matter what is your background, think about what you like to do in the future so that you will find Ayurveda, how Ayurveda could help you in a better way so that you can plan your path easier. If you need some help, feel free to contact me because I'm helping many people in Asia to pass their plan, um, to plan their future. And also my, uh, my job with the Kelala Ayurveda Academy about uh, the European program, I'm also helping students to find their directions and see how they can, how to build their block. Okay. So um, let me check about my notes <laughs> just to make sure. So now in Ayurveda field, as I mentioned that in Norway, what I'm going, I'm doing at this moment, apart my own, my own business, apart my own Shankar Ayurveda clinic in Trondheim, what else I'm doing is that um, I'm planning to set up an association of Ayurveda. And this association is not just, it's not just promote Ayurveda, it's not just for fun. This is association, I want it to be at same level as the Nama in America the, to talk about Ayurvedic medicine, okay, to really help people with Ayurveda like how those Ayurvedic experts in India help people. Not just talk about chakras, not just talk about um, those energy healing thing, but really about down to earth, how we are going to help people with food, with lifestyle, with yoga practice or any other exercise and how to help people to use um, with different tools we have here, with herbs, with formulations, okay, even with essential oil and treatment, how to do that. So what I'm planning now, I'm in contact with some, uh, with the uh, NNH, the Norwegian Natural, oh, 
what is the association for now? I'm sorry, but just to translate it, it's association cover all the natural medical uh, therapy in Norway. So we are cooperating now to put Ayurvedic medicine under them as well. The reason why is because they are very serious association and then they covered, they are taking care of homopathy here, uh, Chinese medicine here, Chinese acupuncture here, and also natural medicine here. And as I mentioned that in India, under the Indian health department in the government, there is a department called Ayush. And what Ayush is doing is that they are promoting Ayurveda, yoga, homopathy, and also um, natural medicine worldwide. Okay, and they work very closely with WHO. So if we are able to cooperate, if all this natural medical system can cooperate, then we'll be able to reach out internationally to do the research program together. Okay. One reason why I would like to have such an association in Norway, very medical style, is because although there are many, we can have Ayurvedic doctor from India come to Norway. We can have Ayurvedic doctor, Indian Ayurvedic doctor live in Sweden or live in um, Denmark or in France come to Norway to do the consultation, but they don't live here. They are not so sure about the mentality here. Different mentality could create more imbalance and they are not so, because they don't have so many clinic um, experience here. They don't know, they don't really have the feeling. So they could help independent people, person, they might not able to do the research. Okay, there are some imbalance. I don't like to call them disease because we are not medical doctor here. But there are some mind-body imbalances here in Norway. Mostly only Norwegian people have. Okay, I also noticed some of them. So I'm doing research on those. It is very interesting. So once I become an Ayurvedic doctor, once there are more and more Ayurvedic doctor or practitioner here, then we can start to do the research together then we can have the evidence and then we can talk to the government and then show them the evidence. Then we will be able, I don't know how many years it will take because I know it is not so easy to talk with the government. There might be one day we'll be able to have Ayurveda in the modern medical system as well. That will be the very nice thing, like what happened in India now. In India, if you want to go to the hospital, you can choose if you want to be taken care by Ayurvedic medicine medical system or a modern medical system, um, modern medicine system. Okay, so in America, that is what they are working with. And then in UK as well. So I hope that one day in Norway, that will also happen. And for that reason, it is very important to start to have people who would like to work in this field to start your journey. And then here in, um, in Norway, what I'm thinking about I will ask, and also what I discussed with NNH, we think it is good to follow what America is doing. So in America, they have the counselor level. They have the title of counselor, health counselor, and the Ayurvedic health counselor is almost like the first year study of Ayurvedic doctor. Okay. And then after that, you have to have another 250 hours to another 300, uh, to another 300 hours about um, treatment, body treatment, so that you can become an Ayurvedic Panchakama therapist or an Ayurvedic therapist, if you're more into the body work, or if your background are actually masseur or physiotherapist. Okay. And then so from the counselor, the block counselor as foundation, you can build 
more to become Ayurvedic therapist. If you are more into yoga, you will be also able on the foundation of counselor to become an Ayurvedic yoga therapist. Okay, what is Ayurvedic yoga therapist? It is not like the yoga therapist, that International Yoga Therapist Association that they uh, uh, they identified. According to Nama, according to um, Ayush, Ayush, an Ayurvedic yoga therapist has the knowledge of Ayurveda, has the knowledge of nutrition, Ayurvedic nutrition, has the knowledge of Ayurvedic pathology, basic one, pathology, and also herbs, basic one, and treatment, basic one, but a very firm and thick knowledge about yoga. So according to Americans' rule, an Ayurvedic yoga therapist has to have counselor training finished. This, that is one year, 600 hours. Okay. Has to have 500 yoga teacher training. Okay. No matter which tradition, but in your study, you need to include yoga philosophy, include Hatha Yoga, eight, uh, the Ashtanga Hatha Yoga, the eight paths links of Hatha Yoga. You need to know how to use bandhas, how to use mudras, how to use mantra. If possible, also understand yantras. Okay. So that you know how to use yoga as a tool to cooperate, to follow the guidance or the suggestion of Ayurvedic doctor or practitioner to design a yoga practice for your individual client. Of course, an Ayurvedic yoga therapist will also be able to offer a group course titled as preventing certain imbalance. Okay, not to heal them, but prevent that to happen. Okay, so that is... Ayurvedic yoga therapist, if you are interested in more into the yoga field. And then if you are more into a doctor field, you can also on the counselor 600 course, you add another, you go further with a practitioner course. That is another 1000 to 1200 hours study, depends on different schools. So that means after first year, you are going to go toward the second and second half year study. And this one will require 200 hour clinic internship. So you are going to study and work under the supervision of an uh, Ayurvedic doctor. Okay, so after that, you will become an Ayurvedic practitioner. And then if you are more into research, more into education others, and also um, want to know more about imbalances, want to be able to um, present your research result, and then you maybe want to consider become an Ayurvedic doctor or so-called Vaidya. And that is another... 2,500 hour study, or some schools have 3,000 uh, 3, hour study, plus another 500 hour clinical internship. So all together, if you want to become a doctor from your first year till the end, you got a certificate that will at least take four and a half years. Okay. Some people might think it is not, it's just part-time, so it's easy, but it requires a lot of self-study. You need to read those classical books. Why? Why you don't read those books from Dr. Fasan Lad or from Dr. Uh, Debbie Farley or from some other writer, authors uh, in America or in UK? Because if you go to medical university, Ayurvedic medical university in India, they don't read those books. They study classical Ayurvedic books. Okay, that's the reason why Ayurvedic doctor training outside India follows the Indian system. Okay, so think about what you like to do. 
so that you can help yourself to get ready. Once you are ready, when the system is ready, is set up, and then you are ready, then you can immediately breach. Okay, if you already have a very clear vision that you want to work in this way, I don't suggest you to wait. Otherwise, as I mentioned, that will be another two, three years until you're, you start to be able to over your service. Okay. Actually, one of my students once asked me, okay, why do we have to take so many hour training? Why do we need to take such a training? Just by reading Ayurvedic books, I'm able to help people. I have some knowledge. Just by taking a workshop for three days, I'm able to help others. Because I know what is Vata Pitta Kapha. I can talk about Agni and Ama. I, I might not be able to talk about Datu. But I can talk about Sattva and Ojas and why I cannot start to over-consultation. And then I, uh, I just ask her one question to answer her question. If you are someone with imbalance, want some help from Ayurveda, will you go to someone who, only, who is only trained or who is only attending an Ayurvedic workshop for three days? You answer yourself. Okay. If you don't want to be taken care of by this kind of person or a person with such a background, then when you are sitting in that person's field, uh, in that per when you are putting yourself in that person's shoes, you don't want to just start your service by taking one workshop and then claim you are, you are actually Ayurvedic life coach. That is very dangerous. Okay, As I mentioned, wrong assessment will lead to wrong suggestion, will lead to damage of the person who asks help from you. Okay. And then the same person asked me, very interesting, she asked me that, but I can claim that I will just help them with this and this imbalance. And then I told her that you will never know who comes to you. You will never know what that person carry. That person might come to you with um, a lot of negative thinking. You think you could help that person with breathing, just with breathing, but maybe the negative thinking, uh, the, uh, yeah, the negative thinking comes from chronic physical imbalance, comes from being ill for a long time. Okay, you could help this person by telling her, I, I really heard someone talk like that before. Find the strength inside you. Be strong. This wouldn't help. When someone who is really looking for help, you need to show them the path working hand by hand with them. Stay close with them to support them to go through it. Ayurvedic healthcare is mind care. We don't support a person just by feeding them formulation, just by telling them, be strong. Okay, we have our path. We have our method. Ayurveda is a science. Every science has a systematic, uh, has a system behind it to support it. So, by enhance your knowledge, you will know more. Okay, I have to say that my consultation changes by my background. The more I know about Ayurveda, the more I know how to use my tools, the more I know what I could help. And then the, the way I help my clients changes. And I believe you will start to see this change in you as well. So, for the future of Ayurveda in Norway, we need some more people who have the passion, who would like, who have the interest and the passion in this field, to, uh, to work in this field. And then think about what your future would be, picturing how you will be three years later in your field, 
if you see yourself more with Ayurveda, feel free to contact me. We can cooperate and I can help you to find your path as well. And then, so earlier I mentioned what kind of titles and what kind of professions and what kind of categories or directions you can go towards. So think about those. Okay. And then we say that in Norway, it is very important if in the future as Ayurvedic experts, you want to be able to talk to the government, you want to be able to um, working to get the funding of research, you need to stand almost on the same level as a medical doctor. So it is very important for you to also, apart from your Ayurvedic medicine knowledge, you should also have the knowledge of medical, the modern medical system. So it is important for you to have the basic medicine education. 300 hours is about 30 credits in the university. All that, uh, all the medical doctors have to do that here. So in Norway, I will expect you, I will suggest you to also take in that. Nowadays, many online schools in Norway are providing this course. So you can go looking for that. If you couldn't find any, you can come to me. I can give you some suggestion. And then since in India, in the medical Ayurvedic Medical University, the first year, all the doctors have to study other natural medicine. Doesn't mean they are going to become expert of homeopathy or expert of natural medicine, but they need to have a basic knowledge about that. So luckily in Norway, you also have many online institutes. They provide the basic natural medicine knowledge. Those is, I think, 100 hour course. So I will also suggest you to have a look because uh, during the discussion between me and NNH, this association, they suggest us to do that as well, because then you have more power to talk to the government mm -hmm. and also to show how professional you are. And all those knowledge will be your tools as well in the future. Many clients that come to me, although in Ayurveda, we don't really use the medical, um, the modern medical dis uh, disease form. But most of my clients come to me with all those disease names that the doctor tell them. So if you are not familiar with that, and then you are not familiar with what kind of medicine medical doctor might give to the clients, you might get confused and your health will be limited. Okay, so it is important to know a bit about that. And then as an Ayurvedic expert, another thing which is very important is a clinical experience, the internship. Actually, many doctors, even after they become a doctor, they get the title. Once a year or every second year, they still go back to some of those doctors that they know are good on certain field to do some internship or to do the shadowing, to shadow the doctor, to see how they work, and also to see their cases because every Ayurvedic doctor have to choose their specialty. Like I'm also choosing my specialty in metabolism and also uh, digestion so that Everyone has their specialty. That means they'll have more cases from that, on that field. And then if you are shadowing that doctor, then you will see more cases that you might not see so often in your clinic or in your, um, during the work. So clinical experience is very important. That's the reason why we say that an Ayurvedic clinical internship has to be given or supervised and also supervised by an Ayurvedic doctor. Okay, because then you learn how a doctor will, a doctor will work so that you will work as a good doctor. Okay, so if you are thinking about becoming Ayurvedic experts or working in this field, think about that. Take your time. You can watch this video later or I will make them into a podcast as well. You can repeating listen to that and then let the information come into you and then see how those seeds in your mind will start to grow. Okay.
Never hurry, rush into something later you feel regret,、um, later you start to regret because it's a lot of time, a lot of energy, budget-wise not so cheap. Okay, so this is for people who are interestingly in working in the field, and then as a client, as a rookie, what you could expect it. So. The future in Norway at this moment, most of the people they come to me, they don't really expect anything. Most of them, they came. Most of the people who come to me because they've tried any everything. They try everything, no matter med,、uh, modern medicine, no matter any other alternative medicine system they can、uh, they can find here in Norway. Nothing could help. So it's like I'm the last door they try to knock, and then luckily most of them were taken care in a pretty good way. So they came to me without any expectation, but they leave my leave me in a very happy way. I still meet them very often, and then I also many of my clients. I I seldom do commercial. Most of my clients comes from my other comes from reference. Okay, so as a rogi, as a client, what you could expect in the future from those Ayurvedic experts? The reason why we want to have those levels and also to really written down what is the Education this level or this person have to take is because then we know what we are doing. Then the clients could expect something or will have a clear picture who they should go to. Like if a person doesn't want to practice yoga at all, this person wouldn't go to Ayurvedic yoga therapist. If a person doesn't want anyone to touch the body, they wouldn't go to the Ayurveda Panchakarma therapist. If a person doesn't want to take Herbal formulation. Just want to work with purely food. They maybe want to just go to a counselor. But if a person have more chronic disease, or chronic imbalance, they might want to go to the doctor. And then the person who has more like, who wants to maintain or to recover themselves from surgery, from chemotherapy, from post、uh, from delivery, they might want to go to practitioner or doctor. So. Have these things written down. Have these things documented to the government. Will help the rogi to know what they could expect, and also to know the quality of the person they went, they go, or they choose. So, this is the picture of the future of Ayurveda that I see here in Norway, and I hope that could help.、Um, that will happen. Actually, seven years ago,、uh, I I moved to Norway in actually in 2014. At that time, I delivered my first baby here, so I was I took it took me some time to start to work, and then before I moved in, I was in Switzerland, so I was already doing a little bit research about Ayurveda here. Back then, I already write down the frame of how Ayurveda could be here in Norway, and then. I always believe that things which is good is never too late to happen, and it is. I'm quite happy that finally now, seven years, eight years after I moved here, we start. I start to see some progress. Okay, doesn't mean that I'm the leader of Ayurveda here because there are many other great people. They are working and promoting Ayurveda in different field, in yoga field, in more herbal formulation field, and then also some are in the nutrition field. Okay, it's just. I would like to, if I think to have association or have a system here for in Norway, will also protect those people and help those people as well, help their client and also help them career-wise and also help them in the future, so that we can all grow together and also bring Ayurveda to everyone. 
we say in Ayurveda, we have a saying. As I mentioned a lot of times here and also in my other videos. Healthcare is mind care. As long as we are able to help people to realize there are only two things in their life keep the imbalance to happen in them. Is something they have but they don't want and cannot get rid of. And then something they want but they couldn't get. Okay. If you are able to maintain the health, then one day they will start to spray the name of Ayurveda. Maybe not the name of Ayurveda, but the knowledge. It's like those grandmom knowledge, uh, the, the grandmother knowledge that... Okay, I'm sorry that the internet is not so stable here. So uh, what I want to say is that Ayurveda is just like the ancient knowledge of here. In Norway, you also have a, a lot of great knowledge. I always tell people, I once have someone very angrily talk to me and say that, why you keep promoting Ayurveda food or Ayurveda diet. I don't want to become vegetarian. I don't want to eat like an Indian. I don't want to become Indian. Why do you want to promote Ayurveda to me? I told them that Ayurveda is not about that. Ayurveda is about helping you to know yourself, wake you up and then seeing the nature, seeing how great your life actually could be and then help you to recall what your grandmom or grand-grandmom used to live their life with the nature. That is what Ayurveda is about. It is not about changing you totally into becoming Indian. That is nonsense. Okay. So, if we are able to help one person, this person will start to spread the knowledge, share the experience, share the knowledge, and bring the light to the family, to the society, and then in the end, we'll be able to change the whole world. Might not happen right away, but I see the progress here in Norway at least, because I'm working here. I also see the progress in Taiwan because I'm teaching in Taiwan. So, so I'm quite confident about that. Recently, I have a couple, an Indian couple. They live actually in uh, Stambanga, and then they came here for one week residential Panchakama. They, they live in Bambikam. And it is so funny. The first day they came to me, they were joking and said, oh, you know, July, Ayurveda is from India. And when we were in India, we never thought about using that or never thought about going to an Ayurvedic doctor. But now after we moved to America and then now moved to Norway, we realized we do need some help. And then it's interestingly that in the end, our first Ayurvedic consultation is given by someone who is not Indian <laughs> and then is not even located in India. So... And then in the end of the Panchakama, everything went very well. They were very, uh, they were very happy. And I'm also very happy to hear from them recently that everything went pretty good after they went home. So I heard from the husband that the husband keep telling me that, you know, July, everything you suggest us every day, because we have a daily consultation every, uh, we have a daily consultation during the Panchakama before the treatment start. So... He told me that everything you suggest, everything you remind, everything you say really remind me about how my grandfather want me to live my life. He said that when I was younger, I never know why we always have to go to bed around certain hour and then wake up around certain hour. I never know why they want to put oil in my, those herbal oil in my nose. I never know why my grandmom always want me to take the uh, the chavan pranash, the gem, the herbal um, the herbal gem made by uh, amalagi or amla. 
Okay, and then he said that I also don't know why every time when I'm tired when I live in America, when I'm tired I start to cook the milk with ghee with ja- uh, with a little bit ghee with jaggery and then with turmeric inside. He said I never really know the reason, but now I came to you, everything become is kind of connected into each each other. That is Ayurveda. That is how they live their life. And then so it's like he said that, you know, it's, it is really like reminding me about my root. And now they are very happy and they, really, they, they actually want to carry this message down. And I also have some um, clients from Norway. They realize that actually the spices we are using are very often using Norwegian uh, dishes as well, like the cardamom, like the... Muscat and also like the nelikan, like the fenikan, also and also spisacumin, and those are very often using Ayurveda as well. So, I believe if all the ancient culture, if we all believe the value of ancient culture or of the tradition, if we we all respect the tradition, then there must be a lot of things in common in those among those traditions. So. Dive into Ayurveda might inspire you to go back to your root and then see how you are able to use them. There might be some knowledge in the uh, Norwegian root which is missing, but you might be able to bridge it with Ayurveda. Okay, so in the future, I'm really looking forward to see more and more people understand Ayurveda or heard about Ayurveda and then and also get helped um, be, um, and also receive the helping from Ayurveda mentally and physically and receive the supporting of Ayurveda on different fields. And then, as I mentioned, that if you are someone who is really designing and also planning your path, don't worry too much. The school, there are schools coming, at least my school is coming. And I know there are some other schools in other countries as well might coming. So my school is coming to Europe and the base will be in Norway. And then the first council course will be in autumn this year. And also, so schools will come in. And also the system will be built up. I mean, the system for professional people will be built up. And then once we are able to meet each other, our we are going to be very powerful to help people, to help the society. So that is the future I wish to see in Norway. Might not, I might not see that in my life, maybe. I might not be able to see that in my life because um, I'm getting old as well. <laughs> but I believe that when we build, a, once the foundation built, more and more passionate people will join and then develop it. And then hopefully one day that will happen to help people in Norway and even worldwide. Okay, so... That is what I like to share about what I'm doing and also not just clinical wise, but also education wise and also um, academical wise. And please feel free to contact me if you like to have any further information. And although I know I wouldn't be less busy after summer, but I still would like to um, at least once a month or every second month to continue with the Ayurvedic online. And I will do it not just on Facebook because I know many people are not watching Facebook. So I will also have a, I'm, I already have a podcast channel. So I will also put it there so you can listen to podcast. Uh, to some people, it might be an easier approach. So if you have any questions, feel free to write down, write it under this film or contact me. 
If you would like to have more information, also feel free to contact. I'm very interested to answer people's questions because your question will inspire me to search more. I might not be able to answer your question right away, but behind me, I have a very big group of Ayurvedic experts in America and also in India. Yeah, so we used to work a lot together, like uh, two days, uh, no, it was... This early morning, I actually, uh, I actually joined a case study with my classmates and my professors in India, America, Canada. Our topic is menopause care. So it's like once a month, we'll have a topic to discuss and then how to manage it. And also we bring up the cases from our, uh, from, uh, sometimes I also hand in my cases to discuss, to share with them as well. So things are growing and things are happening. If you are very interested in Ayurveda, join me anytime when you are ready. Or if you're already providing Ayurvedic service, feel free to contact for cooperation or feel free to see what we could do together. Because again, like what I mentioned earlier, I will not be able to reach everyone. Okay, you will be able to reach people in your field. Those I'm not interested to touch and will of course, if you like me to help you, I will. But what I want to say is that I'm not interested in steal anyone's market because I know that it is not a competition. It is a cooperation. With cooperation, we could help people more. Okay, so that is what I would like to share. And I will work harder to in the future to share more with all of you. So I'm looking forward to hear something from you. And I'm looking forward to meet you in my clinic or in the future online again. So enjoy your evening. Namaste.